We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Let's get to the most important game on the slate. Swansea Watt. Hell yeah. To me, I, I'm not joking. This is the most important game on the slate. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com, joined by Jordan Cooper to discuss the weekend uh, Premier League slate, or excuse me, Saturday's Premier League slate. Uh, Jordan, we have we had DFS slates every day this week because of uh, all the other European leagues playing? Did we take uh, Tuesday th- off? No, I think no? we took Monday off, and then tomorrow, Friday, uh, I don't think there's anything. I think there's only one game. Uh, but the, the highlight of the week in, in interleague play was uh, the Jesus Navas goal. Oh, yeah. Because uh, once I saw it come up, uh, and of, of course, I played him a couple of lineups, uh, not in my cash lineup, uh, just only because he was cheap and, you know, that he crosses a million times for no apparent reason. Uh, and then once I saw that he scored, I'm like, like, fitting. 
Out of all the players to score, it's going to be Navas. And then I looked at the goal. Uh, he scored on an errant cross. It was a perfect cross to the back of the, to the side net. <laughs> right. It was the perfect cross. He was trying to get to the far post, and it just so happened, oh, it went in. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You wonder why he hasn't done that for years. Just Well, no, that's, maybe that's what he's trying to do all the time. Oh, that's what he's doing the whole time, and that makes sense, right. too. Um, strangely, there are two League Un matches tomorrow, Friday. 1 o'clock and 2.45 p.m. Seems like that would be worth the slate. Interesting. Nice, well, I mean, the, the, Monaco. The sli- I mean, come on the, now. Let's the go slates Burnbach. this week have not been that bad, only because no. you know, Syria and, and La Liga are all playing like a, a game week. Yeah. Like a normal game week in midweek. So yep. we got these six, seven game slates where, you know, you have to decide, you know, how are you going to play Ronaldo? I was say, or we had how- Messi and Ronaldo, which is always fun. Right, and then you had people, the Slack chat went uh, went completely ape when someone basically said, uh, <laughs> "Maybe I like, shouldn't they, they play, play, play like Messi in cash." Right, uh, don't play the guy that has the highest floor, the highest ceiling, and is going to be eighty percent owned. Uh, not going to play him in cash, and uh, then then Messi comes and scores four goals. Yeah, I think uh, the the sentiment, the the question was innocent enough. Um, I think the to be was... fair, to be fair, he made two cash lineups. His main one had Messi in it. Yes. And he made a second one without Messi to fit in like all the other high all floor the... players. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. The, the slate basically came down to if you don't take and this what happens all the time. Like if you don't take Messi, you can effectively get whoever you want. But like that's kind of the point that if you're willing to take the risk to fade Messi. But um, yeah, I think he got piled on a little strong just because we're also used to playing Messi whenever we have him. The four goals certainly <laughs> didn't help the cause. Well, in that matchup, I mean, it's it's a but, matter right. of the... It's not like Messi on the road to Atletico or right. something like that. It's like right. at home against the crappy team in the same way that you play Ronaldo. I mean, Betis won yep. at the, at the, in the last minute in that game. But, I mean, how do you... You know, they're, they're minus 1,100 favorites at home. You don't think in terms of how do you fade Ronaldo? You just play him. Yeah, I think there was also a bit of a uh, storm about um, Betis's goalie scoring twenty something points. Yeah, but, but that's the risk. That's the risk you take taking him plus three thousand right. dollars. Exactly. Exactly. I I saw no no problem with that. Frankly, if you can shut out Real Madrid, you should get twenty points. <laughs> So like right, at home, at home, right. yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't see any problem with that, but um, so yeah, it's been fun interleague. But we've got Premier League back this weekend we've for got, a big slate. Yeah, for, for a, the biggest big one. Slate. I think this is the best slate we've had all season um, until Boxing Day, of course. Uh, yes, like always... I, I meant and th- that we've had so far. Right. Um, we have Leicester. Excuse me. Uh, Spurs are not uh, on the slate because they play in the early game. But we Thank still have Man City, Man United, Chelsea, um, Liverpool. So you don't have to worry about fitting in Erickson. You don't have to worry about Kane. Right. You, you, don't, you don't have to play the game of is Cresswell going to have 23 crosses <laughs> or, or is Arnautovic going to take or whatever. You know, you don't have to deal with any of that. There's enough to deal with as it is. Yep. If that game was on this slate, too, I mean, I'd probably find the nearest window and start <laughs> my jump. Um. Right. So this slate uh, seems to be it, you're as as everybody always has to tell me over and over as I lament guys I don't take. You can't have everybody. 
Uh, it seems like of the the bigger teams, uh, Man City is the one you're going to want to target because they are at home and are by far the biggest favorites over Crystal Palace. Then we have United at Southampton, Chelsea at Stoke, and Liverpool at Leicester. Uh, combining all of that, those four teams also have Champions League next week, which is why they're playing Saturday. Um, Man City is at home on Tuesday. Um, Liverpool is in Moscow on Tuesday. Uh, Chelsea is at Atletico on Wednesday. And United is also in Moscow, but on Wednesday. Uh, So my guess is we see rotation now as opposed to on the Champions League slates. Uh, You also have to remember that this midweek there was the the energy drink. Right. They also had the... Carabao? Is that how you even say it? Whatever it was, they had their domestic cup. Um, obviously not all of the kind of heavy hitters played, uh, but some of them did. So, yeah, there's like significant congestion, which I'm assuming makes this slate actually easier. Because if we, you know, if all of a sudden you see uh, KDB sitting or, uh, you know, one of Mkhitaryan or Lukaku or whoever like I actually think that helps us a little bit but it still seems like you're going to want as much Man City as you can get do you disagree well it depends on your construction I think uh, in comparison to past couple of weeks for for a Premier League uh, I don't think you're going to have you, you, you're not going to hate your forward slots mm-hmm. yeah. I think this late as much as you would in the past I think uh, that for the for cash and GPP, uh, on, and we're talking obviously DraftKings, uh, because it's a seven-game slate, and this is big to us. I mean, like if you're coming from baseball, like a 13 to 15-game slate is normal, mm-hmm. but but for soccer, seven games is a pretty big slate. That uh, obviously it will depress ownership percentages down in GPPs because there's more choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, that your cash construction. Uh, unless something is, you know, majorly, you know, a major value play comes out, I don't think there's going to be necessarily because even looking at Man City itself, uh, that the one guy that you need to block with, like if if it if the if Man City line up the way that they normally line up, I mean, in that forward slot, you could have KDB, you could have Aguero, you could have Jesus, and I couldn't blame you for having any of and two out of the three, one out of the three. Whatever, but then you have to make a choice there. So that ownership percent, it's not going to be like if that's why I think when 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 you say you'd rather see if Silver or KDB sit, it's like to me I I want to see if Jesus or Aguero sit. Sure, sure. Because to me to to me the I mean the the goal scoring odds when it's the single center forward, that's a blocking play. Then I yeah. then I I would have no problem almost playing them over a KDB for I mean an expensive KDB. For that price, and just okay, we're gonna just capture, try to capture the goals right there. Uh, but if they do show up, that, that, that this is what makes Man City interesting for slates is that they cannibalize each other's value so much, and they're so expensive that in a position where they're minus seven hundred favorites, uh, like you, you could reasonably uh, go for picking one of them. Like that, you could pick Silva even, and just that be that be your only. Uh, exposure, uh, or you could play the whole bucket and go. I'm just going to focus on the Man City game and play three of them. Mm-hmm. And just if Man City score five goals, it's not going to. It 
probably is not going to matter. If you get, if you get three guys that are involved in goals in some fashion, it's not going to matter that you missed out on on a uh, a Robbie Brady yep. or something. Uh, you know, getting 14 points through crosses or missing out on on you know uh, a Richarlison or something who puts up a decent 11 or something like that. Like not a ceiling game for him, but like a good score for his price. But if you get if you if you if you could roster four out of the five Man City goals, like you're good. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to worry about the rest of that. Or you could go the opposite way and go, I'm gonna just gonna take one of the Man City players and hope it's spread out enough that I make it up in all the floor players that I'm playing for the other games. Yeah, you basically. I mean, it's certainly possible that Man City only wins two nothing. Like it's not like. We're... No, but the difference, the difference, Andrew, is that the three, like, let's say you take three Man City players. It's perfectly okay. If you could capture the goals amongst the three players, it's going to make up possibly, I mean, depending on the score lines of other games, of everything else. So, like, for instance, if you took Aguero, KDB, and Silva, let's say you t- did something like that. Uh, if four goals get scored and all four are Aguero, and KDB has eight points and Silva has six points. Well, in com- combination, all three players, even though it's focused on one guy, like you're going to have enough points that you're you're going to cash. Right. Like you've ca- you've captured the goals, even though it's more. T- it would have been better if you just played that one guy and played different people in the other spots. But you're, you're not going to be penalized for it. And by playing three of them, you give yourself more opportunities to get to capture as many goals as possible. Now, I'm not saying that this is the optimal strategy. I'm just saying that this is a strategy. Right, that could be, right. I mean, I did it uh, yesterday with uh, Real Madrid, which, uh, of course, they scored zero. <laughs> I did mint cash a bunch, so, I mean, I, I, I didn't do badly. I may, I lost a little. Uh, but that was my – that I was like, I'm, I'm taking the forward spot, the second forward spot. I didn't like anyone, so I'm just like, I'm just going to Ronaldo Bale and just – I'm. I'm just one. I want as many of the goals as possible. Instead of trying to find a floor forward mm-hmm. and capture as many of the zero goals that there were, uh, which <laughs> it, I mean, they put up a decent. Uh, well, you got them all. And, well done. Right. I got them all. You're right. You're right. I did. I got them all. <laughs> I got them all, Andrew. All zero of them. Nailed it. Uh, but but that it, it is a viable strategy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It seemed. I mean, obviously, if you are going with three Man City players, uh, you're going with kind of a boomer bust strategy. Um, because, you know, once you have three 95 and up players, you're, you got nothing left. Um, I mean, even like the, I don't want to call them peripheral players, but like, even like Bernardo Silva is not even that cheap or Leroy Sané, you know, like, it's not like if De Bruyne sits and, uh, Jesus or Aguero sit, yeah, I mean, you're saving some from them, but you're still not saving like nearly enough, it seems, um, to make up that ground but uh do you so do you think that we'll see more people punting defender or midfielder like we saw last week like obviously the the lineups will depend but i feel like we're going to see a lot of like really cheap defenders on this slate just because midfield has like a, a number of very solid cash players well we ha- we have we have games where uh, we have crap against crap, mm-hmm. so the the fullbacks are viable in those games. But yeah. I mean, the, the the key to this whole slate comes down to how, to how much pep is in your step. <laughs> it's it's like we said a couple of slates ago with the Liverpool. With how much do you or how much do you trust Arsenal? 
Like we, we we're getting to these some of these slates where it's like it's it's going to be dependent on how much do you trust Man City, and it's and I don't think it's it's similar to the other teams. I think you trust Man City. It's just how much. Right. Like it a two nothing win is not good enough for putting too much salary into Man City. Right. A five nothing win. That's going to make the difference. Mm-hmm. Which is certainly in play. Right. And by and by the way, since we're talking about that game, I don't think there are any Crystal Palace options are on the table. <laughs> <laughs> certainly not on DraftKings. Right. Um, Obviously, got Hennessy. Obviously, you could uh, you, you play for the complete, you know, fourteen saves, give up four goals right. type of type of game if if you want if you want to punt down. But uh, on a, on a seven game slate, uh, on a on bigger slates in in general, uh, it, I think it's statistically correct. But I mean, I haven't like I haven't run the permutations or anything. But the larger the slate is the more likely you should be punting down a goalkeeper. The smaller the slate is, the more likely you should pay up for goalkeeper. Uh, so on that, so I'm, I'm, I'm reasonable, there's, but there's, there's no way on this slate that I'm, I'm playing, I'm paying up for like Ederson. I'm right. there's, there's like, there's, there's number one, you have so many high priced options that you could play. Yep. But the, but the reason for that is that you have 14 goalkeepers to choose from. Uh, there will be some goalkeepers that do put up a nice score, but the ownership is going to be spread out so much that you're not going to be punished for not having them. Right. As long as your goalkeeper puts up something. Something, yeah. A, a, right. It's not a minus six. Or if it puts up a, a six, or what, it, it's not going to matter as much. But let's say on a two-game slate, like you have four goalkeepers to choose from. Like if one goalkeeper puts up a 20, they're going to be 30 40% owned probably, and you're done. Yeah. The guy that you have with two points, you can't make up the difference in other spots because – the rest of your lineup is also going to be very similar because it's only a two-game slate or a mm-hmm. three-game slate. So that's why on on these larger slates, going down a goal, you know, there's especially the away, uh, the the away that's what favorites, I was say, yeah, Courtois and and Mingale oh. or, or or De Gea, like do I do I really want to pay up for that? Mm-hmm. Well, like I, the, the, I mean, I'd rather take so, I'd rather take a goalkeeper in the Burnley Huddersfield game or the Swansea Watford game, those pick'em games. And then just you know, basically rolling the dice. It's mid, they're mid-priced, and you're just like, uh, either side could win, either side could get blown out, either side could come up with eight saves. You don't know. Or then just go down, or just go and play a Butland, or play a Schmeichel, mm-hmm. or something that I have less exposure to. If I have less Liverpool exposure, I'm more inclined to play Schmeichel. Exactly. If I have less Chelsea exposure, I'm more inclined to play Butland. Something like to have it somewhat correlative. Yep. Yeah. It's it. Seems that the that Hennessy is the one most likely to get blown up. Um, like away at Man City, I feel like is very different than Stoke being home to Chelsea or right. Southampton home to United. Like if you're right, gonna... especially without Pogba. If Pogba was in the United lineup, I'd be more inclined to play Forrester. <laughs> um, possible. Schmeichel's an interesting one. Um, Liverpool shoot a lot. Liverpool shoot a lot. Why are you talking so much about goalkeepers? Um, I gave you, I gave you like this is what you should lean towards. Yeah, and okay. How much? How much are we talk about? That was my transition into the Leicester game. The Leicester okay, so let's that, talk that's about the late game. So let's. But that's the late get there. So yeah, let's not let's, get there. Let's, let's move, move to. I mean, we have a lot of games to talk about. Huddersfield, I think, Burnley. I think, I think Manchester City, Crystal Palace, we covered. Right. Yes. yes. That's good. Okay. All right. Burnley home against Huddersfield. Um, Robbie Brady and Aaron Moy are the guys everyone's going to be 
at least starting with. Brady is amazingly 900 bucks cheaper. He crosses every corner he takes, and he takes all of their corners. Um, 6,500 is pretty cheap for this slate, but you're, you're, it's almost, I don't want to say it's too much, but it's up there if you're going with this three-man city players, uh, three-man city stack. That being said, do you like Brady more than Moy? Oh, definitely at yeah. home. Sure. And also Brady uh, midweek uh, didn't start, came mm-hmm. in in the 70th minute, scored a goal. Doesn't matter what they, I mean, Burnley also played 120 minutes. So they, they, they're tired, but they rotated a bunch of, I mean, yeah. like, like Brady wasn't one of the people that started and played 120. Uh, and Huddersfield played midweek also. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ince came on. He didn't start. I mean, a lot, most of these sides rotated for, for the energy drink cup. Yep. So, uh, I mean, this, in, in the championship, this game actually uh, has a this fixture has a history of being high scoring, but uh, I don't think for for Premier League it is. Like <laughs> no. it's 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 I think it's the lowest total currently. Uh, on the probably. slate, probably right. Yeah, but I mean, this is like this is the game to find value. I mean, when it's crap against crap, it's like yeah, I'm I'm not looking to play uh, De Portra or or I mean because Mounier's out. Uh, I'm not really looking to play. Uh, Vokes or right. Barnes Chris Wood. Or, or Chris Wood or whoever is up top. It's just basically uh, cheap fullbacks and crossers. I mean, I'm more inclined to play Ince over Moy at this point. I agree. I agree. I, uh, I think it was in the Sabiri Slack. even. I'll even play Sabiri oh, maybe. Oh, come on. Why not? If he's in, if he's in in the 10, what is right, 3,500 against Burnley? Well, that's the point. Yeah. I don't want to get into the whole thing of what, what the mistake I made last week of just refusing to punt in a 3K level midfield spot if I need to. Yeah. So now I'm at least I'm a little bit more apparent of looking for, okay, if I if I need this 3K level, where is it going to be? Uh, maybe maybe it's there. At least look in that game and look in the Swansea-Watford game. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll look for that cleverly type player. Right. And just, just plug him in and just hope for four points. <laughs> uh, I mentioned, I think it was in the Slack chat, I think it was about how Romelu Lukaku is the only player on this slate who has taken more shots this year than Tom Ince. Uh, Ince has yet to score, although he did hit the crossbar in one. Um, I just feel like Ince at 5,700 is still a little too much for, I guess, a guy who is taking some corners and is playing at Burnley, even though that's not that bad. But I don't know. Ince feels a little, just a little too expensive but maybe that just comes down to my own lineup construction than anything else. Right. Well, to, to me, it's a lineup construction. If you if you need a five k guy, uh, a lot of times, if you're going to be using him in in the utility spot, there may be it may be better to just put a fullback there. Right. Uh, pay up for one of the premium fullbacks, than play ints in that spot. Right. That makes sense. Um, do you consider anybody from Burnley other than Brady? And the fullbacks, and even you could do it. You could do a dinky do with Good Good Munson if you want, but I think he played one twenty. I think he played the full everything. Yeah, he doesn't do enough. Well, he doesn't need to. He's what forty seven hundred, and he fits a forward spot. Yeah, but I I don't think this is the slate where you need. I mean, there's enough people that slot in that you you don't mind in the forward spot. That I don't think you need to play that cheap that cheap of a forward. Right. Okay. I'm good with that game. 
Sure. Uh, Burnmouth at Everton. Feels like this is the time we would use Gilfie Sigurdsson, despite him being fairly disappointing this year. Um, he's well, another Everton's one. Had, look at their schedule. I mean, they've yeah. been playing good teams. They've yeah. been an underdog in every game. Yeah. Um, so Sigurdsson at 8,400. I feel like if it was Swansea home against Burnmouth and he was like back to back there, we would pay that in a heartbeat. Or he would probably be like 10-4 and not 8-4. So 8-4 seems really good to me for Sigurdsson. I, well, I mean, it's forward eligible, and he takes he takes everything for them. Yeah. I mean, he takes everything for everything. I want to see uh, upgrade or to, to, for an upgrade or a downgrade on how they line up. Because I, I, I assume that they're not going to line up the way they did against Man United and play Rooney and Sigurdsson side by side up yeah, top. Yeah, that, that was a weird one. Well, because they're countering. So, I mean, they're not going to have sustained possession. So if you see Sandro up top, if you see Calvert-Lewin, if you see something where where they're playing a 3-4-3 where Sigurdsson is on a wing and not playing centrally, you upgrade him. But if they're going to play with uh, with Rooney and Sigurdsson up top together like that, you have to downgrade him a bit. Uh, but just understand that if you take a look at the lines, like you take – people consider like Liverpool. Liverpool is minus 115 currently. Favorites away. Chelsea is minus 165 away. Everton at home is minus 160. So, I mean, we're we're at the same level of being a favorite over Bournemouth as Chelsea and Liverpool are. Yep. And even Man, Man United, United is, yeah. less, is, is minus 140 away. So, to t- and Bournemouth is not not a good defensive team, and they don't mind playing open. So, I mean, this, this there's a reason why this game has almost close to a three total mm-hmm. in it, because... Who plays defense? <laughs> so I mean, uh, you could reasonably. I, I'm I, I think Leighton Baines is still overpriced, uh, for for what he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Holgate potentially in play, if you want to if you want to take a mid level, kind of fullback in this game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the main thing is that I mean, if Sigurdsson was just midfield eligible, you'd have more of a a, a discussion. But the fact that you know, he takes a monopoly of set pieces for Everton as a favorite at home in a 2.8 plus total game. And he fits a forwards. I mean, like, I don't even like, think the forward spot makes a difference. I mean, it obviously helps, but like, I think you'd be playing him anyway. Maybe, but I'm just saying that you'd have more of a discussion. Yes. Yeah. Um, what about Ryan Frazier on the other side? It's not like, Everton I don't think he been... plays. I don't think he plays. Oh, okay. He, he played, he played, he was on for like 116 minutes or something Oof. midweek. I see. There's there's there the 3900 f- forward. He's forward eligible, uh, but I think if, if you if you're punting down to to 3900, you'd be putting Ibe in a midfield spot anyway. Right. Like that's why I didn't with the Good Munson thing. It's like you'd you'd end up be playing a, another forward eligible player in the utility spot. So I don't think the construction leads to playing you know Ibe Aguero and then finding three midfielders that are just midfield eligible because you'd be putting in Sigurdsson or something right like that anyway so they'd all be right 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 exactly something like that uh so uh if if I plays I mean who knows with with Bournemouth you have if Pew starts he could take corners I does I play 90 minutes right so you have always Sermon showing up you have no idea but Bournemouth is also a fairly we talk about how much of a favorite Everton is Bournemouth is an underdog mm-hmm. of that extent as well. And on a seven game slate, are you looking for, that's why like if Ryan Frazier was in, like I would never pay his price for being that much of an underdog. No matter if you told me he was on a monopoly of set pieces. Right. 
but if it's Ibe or Pew, like that's where that's that's where I'm looking and going. I I hope I don't need to go all the way down for Sabiri. Like this is where like maybe I could fit in a Pew or an Ibe instead. Right. Oof. I don't know how much cheap. I mean Pew. I I, I didn't check the prices. I th- I'm assuming Pew is in the low four thousands. Yeah, Ibe's at thirty nine. No. Pew is four thousand. Yeah. Right. They're basically the so same. That's what I'm saying. I find to me. Looking at like if if I'm at thirty five hundred, I'm like I need to find someone at thirty five hundred. I'd be, I'd be looking at can I go four hundred down more at defender or goalkeeper to go up from Sabiri or or someone like that to an Ibe or a Pew. Are we sure that well, Frazier's out? I'm not saying he's out. I'm just saying oh, he played. I mean, I'm it's midweek. Midweek. Uh, he he came out at the what one hundred sixteenth minute. Right. Right. I'm just I'm just I'm just going by as far as him being tired. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. Right. It's not that I don't think he's not injured. I mean, he played. Yeah. Just playing that long, I don't know if he starts. Mm-hmm. And if he starts, I don't know if he plays not play 90. Yeah. Yeah. The the idea of playing anybody on a road underdog this week seems crazy to me. Not crazy. Right. But there, well, there's road favorites. Unnecessary. That you, right. You you take road favorites or home underdogs. Yeah. Yeah, Ibe, Ibe is um, just always just always feels like a trap. He's one of those players that you're like, he really should be priced higher, and then the game ends, and you're like, nope, they got that one right. <laughs> or he's on his way. He gets five points in the first half, and then yeah. comes off at first the half, half, and then the first like three minutes, right. two fouls drawn and three shots. You're like, all right, here we go. Nothing. Um, Man United at Southampton. Speaking of cheap guys. Your boy Stephen Davis is back on the slate. Um, home, he's, he's one hundred. He's averaged what, like fourteen points? Yeah, I saw Big O tweeted that fourteen points in his last three games. A little bit goal. He's just trying. He's just trying to drive up ownership. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but you know, set pieces, home team. Who knows who starts? Who knows? Yeah. It's Southampton. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tottage in, James Ward-Prowse, is Bertrand going to take corner? Who knows? Who knows with Southampton? And then they're playing Man United. Mm-hmm. And Man United, I don't care, home or away, they're a good team. Right? So you take a look at this game. They're a good and team go, that's heading to Moscow next week. Who cares if they're where they're heading? What does it matter where they're <laughs> heading? Who's going to be in the Man United lineup that you want to— I mean, like, I look at this game and I go, go who do I want in this game at all? Because I— there's, I'm not going to. To me, Daly Blind playing in this game is the trap. More than Jordan Ibe. If, is Ashley Young going to be? I mean, you don't know the the United lineup. Good good thing this is the 10 a.m. game. Yeah. So I mean, you, you get a sense of what's going on. But I mean, yet yeah, Davis as a punt. I mean, but that's a punt play. Oh sure. I mean, it, it's not like you're taking a shot at a favored home team's cheap set piece taker, right. or something like that. It's like. Man United is going to have more of the ball, and I think Southampton going into this game is fine grinding the game down and just playing for a 0-0 draw. Mm-hmm. That's why I take a look at this, and the way that Man United suck up possession, and then you don't have Pogba in, because the, the thing about Pogba is that he shoots so much, but he also gives up possession by shooting over the bar all the time. Mm-hmm. So that gives the ball back to Southampton. So now you're looking at this game going, going Rashford came off midweek with an injury, so he's not probably not going to be in. So you may have Marshall, you may have Mkhitaryan, uh, Mata, uh, you have Lukaku up top. Yeah, I mean, who do you who do you play here away to Southampton? 
on Man United, really. Do you play Valencia? Is he in? Do you play Darmian if he if he starts? I mean, I take a look at the prices, and then I took a look, look even look at Southampton, and Southampton would look if you knew for sure, if you knew one hundred percent for sure that Stephen Davis would take every set piece opportunity for Southampton, and you knew it for sure, I'd say maybe then, even though he's the underdog at home mm-hmm. for thirty one hundred, he, he becomes the Gareth Barry flyer. Type of thing, but you don't know. You don't. I mean that that's so completely uncertain. No matter what happens, yeah. Uh, that that I look at this and I go, even that. I mean, the fullback. You, you you normally don't see Bertrand and Soares in the four Ks. No, right. But I mean, against Man United, really, I think there are better op. I think there are better options at fullback. I agree. Um, what if you knew Mkhitaryan was taking every set piece? It's still too expensive. You're telling me you're going to take Mkhitaryan over um, uh, getting another Man City player in? I'm asking. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's what's that's as they're going to Moscow. Remember, <laughs> they're going to Moscow. So who knows how who plays how long? Yeah, I think that's really going to be the the issue is that we're going to see the line and we're we'll like, oh, okay, great, and then at 62 minutes, everyone we went on comes out and you're like oh right moscow it's not that they're going to be rested completely it's just going to be they'll start and then come out maybe van dyke starts the game he could right and that it shores up a lot of southampton defense and yep. now you look at it's less appealing mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you're looking at uh fraser forster at four thousand. Oh, you can't trust him <laughs> <laughs> no i trusted him last week or whatever yeah. he screwed Minus two? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, what about if we see somebody like Jesse Lingard? 5,600 is not even that. I'd rather take Tom Ince at that point. Yeah. Ooh, I like right. that. Right. Are you going to make the same case with Lingard? I mean, you're, oh, Ince, isn't he too expensive for 50s? And you'd say Lingard. It's like, wouldn't you rather take a, a premium fullback than in the if you have to use a utility spot? If you're putting in Lingard for a utility spot, then, I mean, that's a GPP play. Sure. Why not? I mean, do anything you want. Yeah. Uh, but, but there I mean, are some I'd... very premium fullbacks on this slate, too. Right. So I'd rather do that. Okay. All right. Chelsea at Stoke. Speaking of premium fullbacks. Um, although I think Alonzo now is full midfielder with Zappacosta as a defender and Moses as a midfielder forward so they need, they need to they really need to shore up <laughs> what these positions are for these people well I think they moved Alonzo to midfield to make him similar to Moses Moses yeah, but now Zappacosta's there and he's a defender yeah. so either make him a mid like the, I think the problem this is a side note uh is that with a lot of these teams going to these three four three formations is that we're going to be left with no fullbacks ever like that like you do you classify the, the the wing backs as defenders, right? Exactly. Or as midfielders? But but to me, be uh, across the board. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna say Alonzo is a midfielder, that means you have to say Bellerin and Kolesnak are midfielders. Yeah. And Zap Cost is a Mendy midfielder. and Walker. It's all of them. Right. It's all of them. Or you have to just say whoever's in that wing back role in a three four three. If that's what they primarily play in a three four three, they're defenders. Yeah. And you can't do the DM position because then it's kind of it's, it's for clean, clean sheet purposes, sheet, yeah. right? Well, and, but Moses not, shouldn't be a forward. Moses should just be a no, mid. Yeah, Moses should certainly not be a forward. My only thought on the DM was that you just get the points if you play them as a defender. 
Yeah, but how about the utility spot? It makes it it's coding. They they, they soccer's not big of a, enough of a deal yeah. in DraftKings. Yeah. Some programmer, they probably got that memo and said, I don't feel like doing this. There's NFL <laughs> coming up or something. Like, <laughs> Right. EuroLeague basketball. Um, Fabregas? I mean, how much Chelsea is, do you think people is should Is Chelsea have? going to Moscow too? Where are they going? Uh, I think they're at home. Okay, but uh, which direction? Are they going east or are they going west? Um, I well, think it matters. They're, <laughs> they're just at home. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're at Atletico. So they're going south. I we we never determined if uh, south or north to south was any worse than. Well, east that's to a west. longer trip because of the curve of the Earth. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's when you fly south. It, it's always longer. Okay. Okay. So that's what they're doing. It's the Diego okay. Costa Bowl. Um. How much is Fabregas? Um. Seventy one hundred. Would you rather have him or Brady? Probably Brady. Okay. It, 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 this is without any any uh, caveat. Uh huh. Like I'm just saying it outright. Like you, Fabregas, if he's uh, if he's playing in Pedro's spot, such as like seems like he would get the... really tired doing that. <laughs> but I but I mean you, you've seen him play in the front three. So like if they play yeah. Fabregas, Morata, and Willian. I mean I or Hazard. But I mean I don't think Fab Fabregas wouldn't play on the other side. Yep. Like if Hazard play if Hazard plays, like Fabregas would be side by side with Conte in the in the in the midfield. Yeah, I um, yeah, I and mean, unfortunately they've got you know if they play Bakayoko with Conte, like that moves Fabregas around. It's Fabregas right. for being somebody who's play. on set pieces, his value changes pretty significantly by right. lineup. But you could also have it that it's Hazard, Murata, and Moses as the front three. With Zappacosta playing as the wing back with Moses, Moses. Zappacosta. Uh, I don't. I doubt they would do that. But, but I mean, if, right, they, they if could. they do, I mean, Moses becomes a decent play for his yeah. price. Right. Yep. Hmm. But Stoke ain't a bad team. No, particularly at home. Right. Like I, I don't think I would. I don't think I'll have any Chelsea. I mean, obviously, things change, but like the the matchup. And with the other options, I just don't see a reason to pay a premium. Right. On a smaller slate, I mean, then Fabregas, I think, right. becomes more of an option. And if Man City was playing a better team, like if that game was closer, if that if, Man, if it was Man City versus Southampton even. Yep. Like then that that's a, you know, Palace is wretched at this point. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, Chelsea, it's going to be under-owned, GPP. I mean, you could put a nice little, you know, Hazard, Murata, some something together. I mean, I, to me, in any in this game, if I'm if I'm going to play anyone in GPP, it would be Hazard. Sure, I get that. Stoke, Stoke, uh, defensively, as far as like, well, I mean, you could play Murata also. I mean, the center forward, but I think Stoke, centrally, defensive wise, like for crossing and that is 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 fairly solid. But Hazard will take the ball and run at people. Yep. And I think that's where their back line could get burned. So you could see Hazard, who probably won't play 90. Uh, you know, if Chelsea win 3 nothing, you could see Hazard with two goals and an assist. But to me, I'd rather, I'd, in GPP, I'd rather plug in Hazard and then Fabregas. Oh, sure. Who has a better floor, but if he's playing in the in the midfield two, in the, in the center... 
his ceiling is much lower. Yeah, I wonder if Stoke will need to shuffle a few things too because Shawcross, I think, is still out, and Zuma can't play. So I'm not sure they can play a three-man, a three in the back, and Cameron might be out also. He would be the other one, I guess, but that makes me feel a little bit different, not drastically differently, but makes me feel a little differently because they've been okay defensively. I mean, four goals in the last two games isn't ideal, but if they, the lack of continuity, I feel like certainly doesn't work in Stokes' favor with those guys out. Right. Well, I mean, but we're really just looking at Stoke, not in a vacuum, but in comparison to the rest of the slate. Right. Like in compa- their defense in comparison to Palace's defense away. Right. Or even Leicester at home. Like you take a look and you go, uh, based on the teams that are or Bournemouth, like I trust Stoke's defense more than Bournemouth's defense. For sure. Right. I trust uh, I, I, Swans. I don't trust Swansea's defense. I don't. Most of these defenses I don't trust, other than the big teams or something. I trust Burnley's defense more than Stoke's defense. But Burnley's playing Huddersfield Town. But against Chelsea, Stoke comes across as a top half defensive team on this slate. Oof. Hmm. That's why it's a good thing that Tottenham is not on the slate because yeah. West Ham's defense is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't think I have anything else about Chelsea. Except that somebody might get stuck with, like, uh, you know, Musanda starting or something like that. That probably would be a trap. Right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Let's Um, get to the most important game on the slate. Watford at Swansea. Hell yeah. Um, I'm not joking. This is the most important game on the slate, Andrew. um, Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, because it's craft versus craft, and it has the most value in it. Like, I, there's more value in this game than there is on Burnley Huddersfield. How far is that value? I mean, I know you're going to say okay, Tom cleverly, I, but... No, not cleverly. How about Holobus? Well, oh, sure. I'm not... I wouldn't... I mean, he's like the what's, what, what's wrong with Richarlison? He's averaging 8 million fouls drawn or something. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the stack? Or, I don't know. It's a predictable fouls drawn. And then yes. Swansea got Carroll. He's cheap. I mean, you could play anyone on Swansea. And did they're at the fullbacks? I mean... I mean, it depends on who the, who starts and everything, but you take a look at this game. There's like there's no one expensive in this game. There's no one expensive, but I feel like they're all at least a thousand dollars too expensive to really consider. Like, how much more are you getting from a forty-seven hundred Tom Carroll than you are a thirty-one hundred Stephen Davis? Well, Swansea are favored at home. I mean, it's a pick'em game. They're barely favored. Right. Barely favored but, to Watford, no less. But yes. Right. I, and Watford's playing Swansea. So you look, it's like, oh, Watford's the underdog, but it's Swansea. So I take a look at this game and go, like, if Andre Carrillo is in, I mean, you take a look at these. It's not <laughs> – look at the prices. I see. If you're going to find someone, I mean, but you would look into this game in some regard, right? Certainly look. Um because you can't fit in everyone else. Like, that's the point that I'm making, is that if Abergas, Brady, Sigurdsson, like, we're not even mentioning Man City or Liverpool, and we're not even up to them. It's like, you can have to find someone in, like, the 4K-ish range, 5K-ish range for at least one spot. I, I agree. But my point was that I feel like these guys are all slightly too expensive for that. Like, you'll probably need, like, the 4,200, and these guys are, like, 47 and up. And how many, I mean, it, it's basically Olabas, Carroll, Richarlison's fouls drawn, 
fits a forward spot if you need it. Yep. And I mean, the fullbacks aren't even that. Like the fullbacks, I feel like are in that weird middle range where you're probably not go- like. Yeah, but that's where you would go down. You would be like, I if you have money left over, like instead of paying 4K for a fullback, you pay 4,400, right? Or um, instead of instead of going up to if you need. It's it's in the middle ground where you could take them, you cannot take them. If you need the money, it's there. Yes, sure. I just don't. Yeah, depends on who they play. They play midweek. Who knows? May show up with the, the with the even under four K fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the full. I think you know. I mean, you, you're expecting Olabas, Olson, Naughton, and then it's the other. Watford one that could be Jan Mott or well Femini is out right um could play there I mean you did you don't know how they're going to reorganize maybe they don't even play three at the right right so I suppose how much is cleverly I didn't even check uh 3600 there you go there see you wanted he's probably still a thousand dollars too expensive right (laughs) you want him at 2600 he's $500 more on a seven-game slate after scoring zero points last week. Well, plug him in. At least he is a solid, you know what you're going to (laughs) get. Positive (laughs) points? Or non-negative points? Right, yeah, right. Non-negative points, right? Right. right. Safer than goalie. Right. Gross. You're a lot more excited about that game than I am. I'm not excited. It's just that if I need to save someone... No, not you told. You said you're going to watch this game and you're going to stack Watford Swansea. It's exactly what you just said. Well, you could do that. <laughs> you could. I mean, you'd have to leave eighteen thousand on the table. <laughs> right. to the game, but I mean, you could. Right, right. The old Richarlison Tammy Abraham attack. No, you have the correlative. It would be Richarlison and Gray and cleverly, those three together. Yeesh. Then Carol Sanchez and Abraham together. There you go. And then the fullbacks, and then, and then you play Hennessy, and then hope for Crystal Palace to get a one nothing shutout. Yeah, with nineteen saves. Right. Boy, we just give it all away on this podcast. Sheesh. Uh, last game: Liverpool, Leicester. Uh, I don't know what to make of Leicester. I know I don't love them against Liverpool, but the Liverpool defense is horrific. Vardy's in doubt to start. Yeah. Mares is the one that he didn't play midweek. Was starting to interest me, and then I read an article that basically Demarai Gray is ready to just replace him. That doesn't mean he's going to, but like, I, I don't know what to make of this game. Other than I'll probably fade all of the Liverpool guys just because I'd rather the Man City ones and all the Liverpool ones that I want are expensive and have Man City equivalents. David, uh, that uh, Sturridge. What's wrong with Sturridge? Um, you just don't know if he's going to start. Yeah. That's the problem. It's the late game. Yeah, if you have him, I mean, you could, you're could. you basically going from Sturridge to Mares. Right. You couldn't go from Sturridge and then up to a Salah or a Firmino or a Coutinho. Right. Unless you somehow decide to keep 2500 bucks on the table, just right. in case. <laughs> just in, right, exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I feel like all of the other guy all of the liverpool guys are basically goal dependent because we have no idea who's taking set pieces or frankly right. they all take set pieces and so it's not even that we don't know who it is it's that we know it's all of them right and you have the Marino, sort of this... Marino is a decent play for a mid mid price i mean his price is down 
Yeah. He might right. start, but you're right. Right. Well, that's like, but and Robertson I think, played on Wednesday or Tuesday. Right. Robertson, Robertson and Flanagan right. played as fullback midweek. Right. So you get TAA but, for 4,300. Right. But I mean, you could play, you could put in Moreno. Yeah. And then you go down or up or you could do whatever you want there. You could end up playing uh, uh, if you, if, since it's a late game and if you're up or down, depending on if you're playing GPP or cash, you know, play and switch to a Henderson or a Chan or, you know, like you, especially if you have them in the utility spot, like you, you have an option there. You, that's, that's doable. Is it optimal? I don't know, but I mean, it's doable. Uh, Coutinho played 45 midweek. Uh, it was, he started and it was a planned, he came right. off at halftime, but it was planned that way. Right. Amane uh, is still out uh, his last game of his suspension. So, I mean, you would expect the start, the front three to be Coutinho, Firmino, and Salah, but it could be just like last game where they play Firmino out wide with Sturridge and Salah and Coutinho in the mid three. Yep. Because Wijnaldum played the whole game midweek, mm -hmm. and Liverpool are going to, are they going to Moscow? Who's going to Moscow? Yes, they're going. Okay. Emery okay. Chan's banged up too, though. So they, Wijnaldum may still play, or I guess they could play Ox, who was horrific yesterday. They could play Milner. Yep, they could. Right, and then your head explodes. There you go. Because you don't know what the hell's going on. Yep. I bet it is Milner now that you said that. Who's going to Moscow? That, I mean, I think that's the main question of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's so much uncertainty that, uh, especially with it being the late game, the late either game, you can yeah. take – right, either, either I could see uh, you plugging in – like, you could – the the easiest thing to do is to plug in Coutinho and then do whatever the hell you want, right? You could yeah, right. If if you if you wanted a piece of this game and only one piece of the game, you'd plug in Coutinho in a forward in in, in a forward spot. Well, in a utility spot, it, right. it wouldn't matter either way. Cause you'd probably play a forward if you pivot from Coutinho anyway. Yep. But it it you could put a defend you could do defender utility something like that if you want two pieces of the game. Mm -hmm. Or you could do forward utility. That's the most I mean, like if you would do if you did forward utility, uh, you'd give you the most pivot room because then you could go to a Mares or a Gray or an Albrighton and still get a Liverpool player and go back and forth. But is it worth it to waste two spots on this game? Right. That's that's questionable. GPP. Sure. I don't know about cash. One spot, maybe. But still, you you always have to, you come back to how much pep is in your step of how much you're going into the Man City game, because for the similar prices, you take a look and you go. Would I rather have uh, uh, it's Sturridge, Mares, or like David Silva? Right, right. That's that's what that's what you're looking at. Would you rather have Coutinho or KDB? Right, like that type of KDB or Coutinho or Aguero or Jesus. Like you take a look at that and go, if I think Man City's going to score four plus goals, like why do I even take a chance at an away Liverpool side? Right, right. that has to go to Moscow. I could see myself. I wouldn't actually do this because I don't play Sturge in cash, but like taking Sturge and be like, oh, if he doesn't start, then I'll go to Mares, and then Mares won't start, and I'll have to start Demarai Gray and leave 2000 bucks on the table. Right. That's why you leave a, a defender no, spot. No thanks. I bet I fade this game completely. Well, maybe not completely, but I bet I fade a lot of it. Yeah, but you could go from Sturge to Milner. Yay. If you play the utility spot. Right. In the forward spot, you're done. You're, you screwed yourself. I think Milner's but, 10 crosses are going to throw people off, too, from last week. 
since I think nine of them came after the 85th minute when they were just desperate for a goal. Right. No, but I, I have the same sense as you. I, I get the feeling that that this is going to be a meteor game. <laughs> but but the, the, the game where you don't roster anyone from this game and it starts and you just hope like you're you're doing well as long as nothing happens in this game and you're just hoping that like a meteor hits it's mm-hmm. just like oh i guess that we have to reschedule right game is over or something meteor hits the stadium not you no not me of course yeah. right just want to right. it's it's the least it's the least fun part of of daily fantasy in my opinion where you're rooting against anything happening in a right. game right as the only thing that's going on you'd rather have some Right. Like just like, oh, I'm rooting for something, not <laughs> nothing. Like, you know, anytime someone gets a foul drawn, you're even pissed off. Right. Like, anything. I just want people to just sit in place, Indian style, eat a meat pie <laughs> and then just wait for the clock to run out and then go to Moscow like you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right. I got nothing else. The there's a Sunday game, one Sunday game and one Monday game. I have no idea if they'll make that in a two game slate. It sounds pretty horrible to me, though. Well, typically what they're going to do is that whatever other leagues are playing on Sunday and whatever they're playing on Monday, yeah, they'll try to league. Right. Or even if it's a championship game or something, they'll try to, I, I, they, I, I've seen that they're, they're really shying away from the two gay, the two day, unless it's MLS. Cause no one cares about MLS. Right. So that they'll just, I mean, for the 37 people that play it, they'll, they could wait three days. Right. <laughs> to change their lineups. I'm going to guess we get a three game, interleague slate on Sunday of the Brighton Newcastle, which kicks off at 11 Eastern. Um, Strasbourg Nantes at 11 as well. And either uh, maybe the 1015 Getafe and Villarreal. Sounds like a thrilling slate. Okay. And then Monday, <laughs> oh, Monday we have a perfect two-gamer, Arsenal West Brom and Betis Levante. Okay. That ain't that bad. No. All and right. then, then, you, then Champions League and Europa. And Champions League on Tuesday, Wednesday, right. Europa Thursday. Soccer out the butt. That's right. All right. If you have any follow-up questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at BlenderHD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. If anyone is interested in joining the Slack chat, that's for all Rotowire subscribers. You can just hit me up on Twitter or email me, Andrew at Rotowire.com, and we'll get you set up. Jordan, good luck this weekend. Yeah, hopefully it won't be as bad as last week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off.
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.